You know, I feel like maybe we should get like a musical intro. Can you just come up with something, right? Okay. Can you do lyrics maybe with it? Haven't seen that one. Okay, audio just peaked. Uh, <laughs> hi, hi everybody. Uh, haven't seen that one. Episode three, week three. Um, I'm Becca. I'm Kenny. And we're going to be covering Godzilla vs. Kong this week. Oh, In yeah. addition to that, we're going to be talking about Falcon Winter Soldier, episode three. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the news during the week, which includes video games, movies, probably some other random stuff I forgot about. But to start everything off, how was your week? Boring as hell. Ah, the only thing that really happened this week was uh, Bunny Day in Animal Crossing is coming up uh, on April 4th. April 4th? Yeah. That's Monday? No, that's Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Easter. Oh, okay. That's, See, I always yeah. get Easter. Easter's like one of those holidays that fucks me up because like, I never know when it was is. Was it last year? It was literally on 420. Was that last year or the year before? I know I Easter know. was on 420. Yeah. Sometime recently. I don't remember. It changes every year and I, I don't understand why, but do you, you know. Okay. Well, I was going to ask, <laughs> do you know why it changes? No, I thought like, it, it lines up with Passover. I, I don't I don't know. Because like, isn't that a Jewish holiday? Well, yeah, but I don't know. Something dictates when it lands though i really don't know i i forget everything i learned in sunday school (laughs) back to animal crossing anyways so our favorite character zipper is back um he's a a bunny that apparently you know he might be wearing a costume because he has a zipper on his back and he when you walk away from him he kind of stops acting like how he normally acts, so pretty sure it's just somebody in a bunny costume that's being forced <laughs> to be new? this. No, is... he was here. He was there last year. For no, bunny no, I Day. was going to say, is he new in uh, New Horizons or was he in New Leaf? Or wait, is Animal Crossing New Horizons? Is that what yeah. it's called? Okay, yeah. and then New Leaf was the 3DS right. DS one. I honestly, I think he's new, um, okay. but don't quote me on that. I didn't know if Zipper had some hot lore that explains why he's somebody in a costume and not just a rabbit i don't think so not that i'm aware of it's just like this weird thing some weird Um, in joke yeah because every other person that comes to visit your island is obviously another animal and he is the only one that might be in a costume right so yeah um honestly you know buddy day's fine they do have some new items this year which are pretty dope um because i i got all the ones last year but the annoying thing with Bunny Day, and you experienced this last year because you did play Animal Crossing right when it came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the eggs. They were everywhere. They're from eggs what I remember. everywhere. And I just, I can't stand it. My island is called Egg Island, right? But I didn't name it Egg Island for that purpose. It's just because I look like an egg. Uh-oh. And I wanted it to be Egg Island. And that's it. But now there's eggs everywhere on my island, and I can't stand it. Well, what would bug me the most is when you were looking for for fossils specifically, because I think fossils yeah. are the coolest one, right? Because you can like give them to uh, blathers, yeah, yeah, and then like put together all the skeletons and right. whatever. Um, but just seeing the uh, the like the not marks. the X, but yeah. it was like the the double X, because it was like there's eight points on the the Animal Crossing things. No, isn't it's there? just an X. Is it just a normal? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. Two. You're I mean, wrong. Um, 
I totally lost my... Oh, yeah. It was just super obnoxious when you would dig it up and it's just, oh, you got an earth egg. Yeah. Because they no. were um, yeah. set to, like, whatever location. Like, if you hit a balloon down, it would be, like, a sky egg. Sky egg. egg. Yeah. Yep. And then there's ones in the trees that are, like, leaf eggs. And then when you chop the trees down, they're wood eggs. And then there's water eggs. And I just... I can't. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... Luckily, with uh, with mine, my island, I have all of my fossils completed. So I've honestly just been ignoring all of the X's all around my island. But it's kind of giving me anxiety because, like, I want to dig all of them up because it's not part of my island aesthetic. But, you know, I guess I could just wait a couple more days and they'll be gone. Have they ever added more fossils? Not in this game, no. Hmm. That'd be so, cool. To yeah. like expand the museum, like in a, a museum expansion mm-hmm. DLC. Yeah. Or that, um, update, I guess. Yeah. There's not DLC. That would be cool. Um, yeah, because I don't have all of the the fish or the bugs yet. Uh, okay. Yeah, because those are seasonal. I mean, everything is seasonal, but yeah. like the, the fossils are the same. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only thing I have completed in my museum is the fossil area. So unfortunately, I'm not a real gamer. Not a real gamer. Well, yeah, you don't time skip. You're, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you're I don't purists. time travel, but <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I'm still struggling to find all of the bugs and fish and underwater creatures. But you know, I'll get there eventually. Eventually, hopefully, and the art. But that's just dependent on when the art red. Oh yeah, because you can buy yeah. yeah, and some of because he fake. always scams me. Okay, because if you're really into it, you can, like, look up the art pieces online and, like, scan through on, like, Nookazon uh, to see... Yes, it's called Nookazon. I was confused <laughs> what Nookazon is. It's, it's just what it's called. It's, like, all things Animal Crossing. It sounds like a Gundam. Yeah, a little, Nook-a-zon. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's bit. supposed to be, like, Amazon, but... Yeah. Nookazon. Anyways. Oh, I got it. So you can, like look up the how the paintings are supposed to be and everything and really scan through them and see if you're getting a fake but i don't do that so i, I get like a lot the, of fakes <laughs> i kind of like the attention to detail with something like that though oh yeah where they'll like tweak it a bit to like make it obvious it's a fake yeah That's exactly cool. so yeah it's cool maybe someday my museum will be complete until then no no <laughs> That's all I have to say. That's all that happened in seven days of my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess I'll I'll take the baton yeah. from you. I really only got two things that happened this week. Uh, that's going to be Disco Elysium and then uh, the show Ballers. Mm-hmm. You know what? You pick. What do you want me to talk about first? Talk about Ballers first. Ballers? Okay. So you ever get the feeling where you just want to just binge the shit out of a show? like? Yeah, I did that pretty... with Big Mouth. Oh my god, that's Unfortunately. right. Unfortunately. We are never talking about Big Mouth. No, we won't. <laughs> um, but Ballers was my show. So I think I started it a little bit later into Saturday last week, maybe Sunday. I already finished it, got through all five seasons, probably close to like 60-ish episodes if I had to to ballpark it. They're only like 20 minutes a piece though, so it's not like binging like one of those hour-long episode shows. Uh, but Ballers was a lot of fun. I, I wanted something that was kind of a bit relaxing, sort of mind-numbing. I didn't mm. have to think about it too much. But actually getting into it, like, I was really enjoying 
the the whole world of like uh, sports marketing and sports mm-hmm. managing and stuff like that because the way it starts out is if anybody doesn't know it's the rock the rock is like kind of like the main character right. arguably and all the promotional art just has him i mean i'm sure even you've seen like ballers yeah because yeah. they would have the blu-rays and right. whatever stuff like that and I know when it first came out, uh, I think like 2015, it was really popular. Mm-hmm. Like one of HBO's like biggest shows. Mm-hmm. I think it was up there with like uh, like Barry, maybe Game of Thrones at that time. If Game of Thrones was on in 2015, I don't. Remember. I think it was. Oh All yeah, the yeah, years yeah, it was. blend together. Well, because when we first started dating, we binged like three or four seasons of it. Oh, in that's 2015. right. Yeah, yeah. So around the same time, Game of Thrones. Yeah. A little later. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's very sports and specifically football oriented. It mm-hmm. talks about uh, with, I like calling him just Dwayne. I don't know why. I feel like Dwayne. when I talk about The Rock, it's just, I don't know, like The Rock. <laughs> You're on first name basis with The Rock. I wish I was. Like officially. Dwayne. Well, he's a sweetheart, so he wouldn't care. But it's. <laughs> I can't take This is it. stupid. Um. Dwayne <laughs> deals a lot with like the uh, the marketing side of it and like right. uh, signing new uh, specifically football players right. signing new football players to this firm that he works at just w- with like a general firm like you sign people on yeah you help them figure out their problems you get money when mm-hmm. they get money you know like normal marketing type yeah. stuff and the the first second season starts out really small it's him and I forget the actor's name offhand. But the guy from Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, he plays Joe. And he's also, yeah, his name's Joe, his character. Mm-hmm. And he's the main doctor in Children's Hospital, which I haven't watched yet. I know it was like an adult swim show. Oh, yeah. Uh, back in the day. But I know, like, that's his thing. And I, I recognize that, at least. Uh, and the two of them are kind of, like, working their way up, just yeah. trying to get in new employees. Because Joe signs him on, Dwayne. <laughs> Because uh, Dwayne is a retired football star. Right. You find out about his past, whatever, yeah. whatever. And then they start integrating like some of the players and talking about their lives. So what I really liked was uh, this was the first thing that I believe could be totally wrong. Uh, I'm just basing it timeline wise that uh, John David Washington was in and he plays the protagonist. That's just his name. Protagonist mm-hmm. in uh, Tenet. The, the Christopher oh, Nolan right. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like I said, this came out like 2015 and Tenet was like 2020, mm-hmm. I think is when it was supposed to come out. So I think this was kind of one of his first roles. Roles, I'd yeah. never seen him in anything before Tenet. Right. And like I said, this was a few years ago. So I'm assuming maybe yeah. this was kind of like one of the starts of his career. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so it follows him and then there's uh, another football player and it just kind of shows their lives intertwined with Dwayne's. And everybody trying to make money and be rich and just football, I guess. Just football it's, things. I mean, I guess I don't want to, like, spoil anything, but it's, like, the equivalent of, I don't know, like, spoiling Flapjack or, yeah. like, a cartoon or what. You know, it's not, like, super whatever. Like, there's an overarching story, but yeah. it's never anything, like... Well, I was going to say it's never anything, like, people die. There, it, there is one person that dies, yeah. which is a little surprising. Um, but it was a lot of fun, honestly. It was just fun seeing like a show about people with money as stupid as that sounds yeah but something that wasn't like the kardashians oh right yeah, yeah. that's people with money in the wrong way in, well and in real life 
in real life. Well, I mean, ballers is arguably like real life, like how football players be- behave and act and like Oh yeah, no, definitely. They buy stuff outright and constantly parties and Well, yeah, that's and it's It's the lifestyle. It's a big problem yeah. in the football universe. <laughs> the universe. I don't know what else to call it. The football it. cinematic universe. But no, universe. like a lot of NFL players go bankrupt and like blow all of their money after they retire because nobody teaches them about financing and everything and so that's kind of what the show starts off about i i just watched episodes with you here and there um but from what i saw it was a pretty good show it does yeah it's uh it could stay super surface level and just you know hey partying and doing drugs and this shit's great but it does deal with a lot of like their repercussions and Mm -hmm. it deals with um it actually does in later seasons get into the topic of mental health and physical well-being and right coming to terms with how old you are and you know maybe your body can't do the things that you used to be able to do and how that affects you as a person and yeah they're very they're all like very real topics in the uh professional sports world for sure absolutely and um i guess jumping to the last season Mm -hmm. um i guess spoilers i'll throw a spoiler (laughs) out there for a show that ended in in 2019 just fair warning uh good Probably. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so the final season, uh, Dwayne actually uh, buys the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. and he's the first African American like uh, franchise owner, essentially. Right. And I'm not going to say I know The Rock's family history. I know yeah. he's like Hawaiian or Samoan, and some yeah, he's like half Samoan, I something think. like that. So it's very possible, like his lineage is black, something like that. But I know that's kind of like one of the bigger deals is like, it's usually a white man's game. Well, like right, the NFL yeah. is just white people making money. Yeah, exactly. Off of, off of black players. Yeah. The majority. So, the majority. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so overall, I really liked it. Um, seasons one, two, and three are a bit more grounded and down to earth. Like it does deal with a lot of more like rising to the ranks yeah. of like in a company and right. like, you're kind of starting at the bottom where nobody really respects you, but you're kind of climbing your way up. And then seasons like four and five, maybe a little bit of three, two, it, it goes like a little bit up there. Yeah. Um, there's kind of blowing money. Spoilers again, <laughs> I guess. Uh, they start buying more companies yeah. and more franchises and they, they, they throw out the word like billion now. Like it yeah. doesn't mean anything <laughs> like here's $2 billion. Like it's just, Insane. it's nothing. Um, so like, that element of it kind of detract from the enjoyment. Right. And I know, um, cause the reason that ballers ended was because the popularity just like dropped yeah. so much. I believe when I was looking up numbers, the season four finale only had like 400,000 people watching it. And the season five finale only had uh, a quarter of a million. Wow. So 250,000. Yeah. Which you're looking at Gwen, aren't you? Yeah. She's just, Sorry, our cat's rolling around rolling on the floor. Rolling around on the floor. Being an idiot. Making me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, unfortunately, like, the show just kind of started dwindling yeah. in popularity. Decline. And it would make sense why it got ended. Yeah. So I would recommend it if you're looking for, if you like sports, even if you don't like sports. True. I mean, I'm not really a big sports person at, at all. I don't actively watch sports. Or, me neither. I played anymore. a little bit in high school, but that was about it. Yeah. Um, the only other sports show that I ever, like, really watched was The League. Did you ever watch The League? I never watched it, but, like, I know about it. It's about the fantasy football league. Yeah, I remember I watched that, I think, in high school. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's still ongoing. I don't think it is, but I know it went on for a a long time. Because when I watched it in high school, there were, like, four to five seasons. And that was forever ago. That what? 
that was forever ago. <laughs> it feels like it. Great show. Highly recommend. It. And it's on HBO. It is on HBO Max. I don't Max, think you said that before. Specifically, yeah. yeah. I watch it on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Very highly recommended. If you want to check out my friend on a first name basis, Dwayne. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The <laughs> second thing in my week was Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium came out, I believe, on the 30th of March. What's today? Today's the second, right? Today's the third. Today's the third. It I came don't... out on Tuesday. So maybe the 30th. Yeah, I think it was, it was the 30th. 30th. Yeah. I think. I don't know. So I did talk about it a little bit like uh, a week or two ago, maybe mm-hmm. on the first episode. So I don't want to dive in too much about like setting up the game. Uh, I kind of want to get into me actually playing it. And it's probably one of the weirdest games <laughs> I've played. It's probably up there with like Death Stranding, like right. the, the weirdo factor. Uh, just in case you guys aren't familiar, it is like a top-down role-playing game, essentially. You could equate it to something like uh, Dungeons & Dragons, I guess, because... Mm-hmm. There are roles in it. As far as I've gotten, there's no actual physical combat in the game. Like, you're right. not, like, doing anything mm-hmm. physically. A lot of it is based on skill checks. So if you have a certain skill bumped up to whatever percent you have, and maybe you have a check for it, it's like, all right, well, you have a 60% chance of hitting it. Right. It's like... All right, well, I guess I'll roll the dice, and maybe you'll nail it, and you'll get something good out of it, or maybe you'll fuck it up and make the situation way worse than it already is. Mm -hmm. The core of the game, just the bare-bones premise, is your detective, who got super shit-faced fucked up, (laughs) blown out of his mind the night before, and he wakes up the next day and has no idea who he is, what he does. Like, you have to find out you're a detective by people telling you, and... You end up finding out that there's, um, at the hotel you're staying at, there's a body hanging from a tree. And it's been there for, like, a week or something like that. And, (laughs) yep. (laughs) You and another um, detective from a different precinct that you're assigned with, you have to figure out what's going on. And on top of that, you kind of have to figure out the the world of Disco Elysium. Because it's this weird 50s, like industrial type but it's also mixed with like technology and like weird it's just it's a really great world and i've never experienced anything like this just the the way that they combine everything together as much as i do really like it though uh, i've only gotten maybe like four to five hours into it give Mm -hmm. or take i almost get the feeling it's not like made for someone like me and like i said i really enjoy it Mm -hmm. have a lot of fun with it it's just some of the topics, a lot of the topics, actually, they deal with a lot with uh, politics. Right. Um, I know, like, see what your character can do is once they behave a certain way, maybe they answer questions the same way, like, a few different times. Yeah. You get, like, these thoughts. And these thoughts basically talk to you, and they're like, you like communism, right? And you're like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. It's like, maybe. yeah, come on. You, you just share the wealth, you know? Right. And you're like, and if you want to, you can embrace that, and you can be like, yeah, all right, I'll be a communist, or, right. like, I don't want to do that. But you can help realize these thoughts, and there's a, a lot of different branches that you can go with that. Um, I know one of the options that I got was being a fascist, <laughs> and, like, it was really funny seeing your mind be like, women just belong in the kitchen, don't they? And your character's like, do they? Do they? <laughs> so it's really fun. You can make, like, a, just a total shitbag of a human being. Right. Like, you could be doing drugs and drinking yeah. all the time and not trying to fix yourself. The way that I was kind of centering my character, I like to be good for the most part. Maybe yeah. a bit of an asshole here and there. Mm. Um, 
but I'm trying to set him up as, you know, getting away from the booze and right. the, the drugs and all that stuff. Even if it, like, even the game said it might be able to help you. Yeah. Like, since your body physically was so reliant on it, it could help you in certain ways with right. solving issues and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun. Like, you really do get freedom to be whoever you want, and the game doesn't really punish you for it. Right. Like, say a normal... Like a Skyrim type, maybe yeah. you just want to use daggers or something like that, mm-hmm. and maybe that'll end up fucking you over in the long run if there's, like, a bunch of enemies running at you, and you could have used a bow, but you're not trained in the bow, or, right. you know, something like that. Like, with this, like, you can be whoever you want, and it affects the world around you, because people view you in different ways, right. but, like, it doesn't ruin your experience, or it doesn't, like, lock you out from doing certain things. Like, yeah. You know, maybe if you end up fulfilling the communist role and somebody says you're a communist i'm not talking to you like that's Mm -hmm. very possible like you can lock out of stuff like that but that was like your choice really that you wanted to go all in with this um being this choice yeah or whatever you want to do i know one of the more popular choices one of the the thoughts that you can do is being a hobo cop and your brain right yeah yeah so your brain kind of thinks you know what I think I'd be a better detective if I was just homeless. I don't have to worry about finding a place to live. I agree. Knowing, you know, paying bills, anything like that. I'm just going to be a bum, but I'll be a detective. Like, there's a a lot of crazy stuff like that, too. And just the, uh, with the the Final Cut version that just came out, Mm -hmm. it's fully voice acted, which is separate from the original release where everything was just text. Like, it was the, the text you had to read to yourself. And everything being voice acted, it's so crazy, like... How much it can impact you, like character sounding different ways, you know, whatever. But the way that like your internal thoughts talk to you, like it's so, mm-hmm. it, it does feel like deep. It feels internal. Yeah. Like I know when you do first boot up the game, one of the dialogues that you have, it was with a quote unquote character mm-hmm. and it was just ancient reptilian brain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like this like deep internal <laughs> part of you yeah. and like you have to just look within yourself and mm-hmm. talk to yourself more or less even though it's these different characters um and these quote-unquote characters right they sort of manifest in ways through your skills so like i know um with sort of like the detective based skill uh there's like volition which is kind of like you know your desire to want to do stuff and to keep going or uh, electrochemistry is how much you love drugs and stuff like that or Uh, just raw logic like logic will just be like a skill and they'll talk to you but it's really funny seeing the the thoughts go back and forth with each other oh between each other so sometimes that can happen too where like you hit a dialogue choice and maybe you hit both roles correctly just because Mm of where your uh your character points are allocated and like your one side of your brain will look at things one way and your other side will say something (laughs) In the same vein, but right. completely through that lens. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun to, to think of it like that. Like, logic might be like, you know, maybe if we kind of focus up and try to think of it in this light, like, right. we'll be able to accomplish something. And electrochemistry might be like, drugs might help, though. <laughs> you could do drugs, though. <laughs> Take drugs. That could open your mind. <laughs> so, like I said, going a bit back, um, I really do like the game. Like I said, it's mm-hmm. just when I see sort of like political and like social issues because the world that you're in it's very grungy it's Mm -hmm. bad like the area that you are um trying to solve the murder in cops like you know you're a cop but nobody really respects you because there's like uh individual groups who kind of own the area in a way it's almost like 
almost like a mafia type thing okay. where there's like yeah. groups that really handle the issues, but right. you know, oh, the cops will fix everything. Yeah. It's stuff like that. So just that stuff to me, like I kind of start my eyes glaze over a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. So that's just me though. I've never really been into politics and socioeconomic yeah. issues. Is that the word? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably. Probably. Eh, I just don't want to seem ignorant, but I am. I'm admitting I'm ignorant, so it's okay if I get it wrong. It's (laughs) okay. I would check it out, though, if you have a PlayStation. Uh, I think it retails for 40 right now, but with PS Plus, if you have that, it's on sale for like 31 or 32. So they knocked a little bit of money off right there. And I know it's also on PC. I think it'll come to Switch eventually. Mm. And I'm not sure about Xbox offhand. I don't. I have an Xbox One, but I'm not really up to date on the Xbox. Right stuff too much so that's about it nice for disco elysium and my week overall so if you don't have any other questions comments concerns we'll get into the news i guess i don't have any questions comments or concerns good to hear (laughs) speaking of Dwayne. oh god we're bringing it back we are bringing it back and it does actually make sense So, Black Adam's release date was officially announced by The Rock on Twitter. He put up a short little video, and it looked like he was in Times Square or something like that, but he was panning his camera, and it was just the uh, the lightning bolts, like, on all those giant screens going around, and it, like, showed the release date for uh, Black Adam. And the movie, for now, is going to be coming out July 29th of 2022. Okay. So, it was officially announced. Uh, I don't know when production started. Mm -hmm. I know... Back during that DC showcase, remember when the the Batman trailer came out? Yes. When, like, all those DC stuff yeah. started coming out? I know mm-hmm. that's when, like, a weird kind of, like, faux teaser trailer for Black Adam came out. Just kind of oh, talking okay. that it's still a thing. Right. So I'm not really familiar when production actually started with it. But that's cool. We still actually have to watch Shazam. We have not... Yeah, we do. ...gotten around to watching Shazam. And I've heard it's probably one of the better DC movies. Yeah. So I'd love to check it out eventually. Yeah, we definitely need to. Because all the DC stuff is on HBO, so it makes it super easy. We don't have to worry about yeah renting, really, because mm-hmm. the DC stuff wouldn't be anywhere besides that. I think Hulu had DC for a bit, though, because I know that's where we watched the Harley Quinn show. Oh, right. Yeah. But that's about it for Dwayne News, I think. Sorry, that was all I had. Um, for the week? No, no, just for Dwayne news. Oh, just for Dwayne. Hashtag Dwayne news. (laughs) I would love to meet The Rock. He seems so nice. Even when he was playing an asshole on Ballers. Like, he's just so genuine. Next bit of news. You know what I should do? I should do, like, these, like, non-transitions. You should just start talking about something different. Speaking of Times Square... What? Disney announced... See, that's what I do. I'll just do like these... <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Exactly. They'll just be uh, non-transitions. Okay. It'll just be like these hard, rigid... <laughs> mo- yeah. Sure. Anyway. Whatever, you, whatever you're feeling today, Becca. I appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> Brought it back. I, I was stumped for a second. I was like, what are you... <laughs> Disney announced that production will begin soon on the Obi-Wan Kenobi series for Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. The cast includes Ewan McGregor, obviously. Oh, okay. He's going to be Obi-Wan. Uh, Hayden Christensen, who played Anakin. So it'll be interesting uh, oh. what they're going to do, because I think the timeline is going to... Oh. <laughs> I was yawning. I don't know why that got me. <laughs> why is that that? I'm not super sure, but I think the show takes place between episodes three and four. Four is when he's like the old man. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. 
she's not super into Star Wars, and I'm not super into Star Wars either, so I'm going to hold her hand a little bit. Yeah, Just, uh, I really with need yeah, some explaining, because I don't remember what happens. But yeah, Hayden Christensen was Anakin. He eventually becomes Darth Vader. Uh, it'll be interesting, though, if he's going to be uh, in, like... Spoilers! The... Oh, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> it'll be interesting, though, if he ends up being in, like, the makeup. Because mm-hmm. he's not... I, I feel like he wouldn't be normal-looking Anakin. Right. And then past this, these are actually just actors who are going to be in it. Uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., who actually played, excuse me, Ice Cube in Straight Outta Compton. Oh, so Ice Cube's son? Yeah. You could have just said that. That's his name, though. (laughs) I said his name. Uh Uh-oh. I think we lost her. Oh, no! You know, he's actually really good... Keep talking. All right. He was actually really good in the movie Ingrid Goes West with uh, Arby Plaza and Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, hey, yeah. Yeah. Super great in that. If you guys haven't seen that, that's a good movie. We could talk about that at some point. I guess That'd at be some fun. point. Not today, though. Not today, though. Today is Monkey Day. <laughs> um, you're, really, you're really making it hard. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Okay, uh, okay. Bonnie, uh, excuse my pronunciation, Piesi, uh, who played Aunt Beru, who was, if you remember episode four, do you remember how Luke had, like, his aunt and uncle before they got incinerated? Sure. Do you, okay, when episode four <laughs> starts, when he's at, in, uh, Tatooine? Fuck, I'm bad at this. I'm bad at Star Wars stuff. <laughs> but remember, he lives with this aunt and uncle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, okay. yeah. So, okay. the aunt. And uh, Joel Edgerton is going to be coming back. Well, they're both coming back. But he played Uncle Owen. Okay. Uh, they played them at the end of episode three, I believe. Just for the the final scene of dropping off Luke to, to them to, to raise him and everything. And this is cool. I don't know who he's going to be, but uh, Benny Safdie is going to be in it. You might recognize him as one of the Safdie brothers who directed Good Time, Uncut Gems. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you remember uh, in Good Time, um, Robert Pattinson's brother? Like yes. the one who obviously that's Benny Safdie. Oh. That's okay. him. Yeah. So cool. Good, I don't. Uh, I don't retain actor information. I don't retain water. I, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Next bit of news. Okay. <laughs> uh, super simple. Mortal Kombat got delayed one week to April 23rd. All right. Don't know why. Not entirely sure. Wasn't People... something coming out the week before that? Not Didn't the week you, before like, that. Didn't you look it up and you said something? I don't remember. Didn't you look that up <laughs> and you said something? <laughs> I don't know what this dialogue is, but you really need to step it up. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> This is you trying. You know. People were theorizing maybe it's because Godzilla vs. Kong just came out. Right. Give it a little bit of breathing room because they're both uh, WB, I believe. Warner That's what you said yeah. when you looked it up. That was the something. Those were the words that you said. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. That's about it, though. Just It gets pushed back one week, so we were going to cover it two two weeks from now. It'll just be three weeks from now. All right. Sounds good. So this one was, 
I, I, I didn't really want to put this on here, but I felt like it was kind of big, so I thought I would. Uh, Batman The Long Halloween is obviously a graphic novel, but it's going to be getting an animated movie soon, and it's been Ooh. announced that uh, Jensen Ackles is going to be <gasps> Batman. Ooh! Yeah. And he I was, know him! You know he was Red Hood in uh, Under the oh, Red yeah. Hood. Yeah, when we watched that. Yeah. Right. So he's been cast as Batman. There are other stars who were in it. Um... Naya Rivera is going to be Selena Kyle slash Catwoman. I through some digging. I apparently she was somebody who was on Glee and she passed away, but she filmed all of her stuff before she passed away, I believe. Oh. So uh, the the rest of this cast I really wasn't too familiar with. Uh, Josh Duhamel is going to be Harvey Dent. Uh, Billy Burke will be James Gordon. Titus Welliver, that's a great name, is going to be Carmine Falcone. Uh, David. Das Das Malkian, I tried. You did this to yourself. You're the one that are reading that's decided to read the names out. So oh, I I wanted to give the actors their credit. I didn't want to just have the two names that I knew. I wanted to all right at least do that. Fine. So Dave, you're making me say it again. <laughs> David Das Malkian as Calendar Man, and you'll know this though. Troy Baker will be Joker. Troy Blake, <laughs> Troy Baker plays Joel. He's also played oh, Joker before in okay. the, the Arkham Origins game. I told you I don't retain actor information. And just I know as, who uh, Jensen Ackles is, though. You do know that. I watch a lot of Supernatural. Uh, Long Halloween is one of the more like popular Batman stories. And just as a, a brief synopsis of it, uh, the story is based on Batman's early career, where he's trying to stop a murderer named Holiday who kills people on holidays. Oh. So, yeah. So he, it's literally just like a, a really uh, crime-solving heavy story. Okay. I'm into it. And I know it's... I think it's from the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like one of his more uh, well-known mm-hmm. stories. Next bit of news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil Blomkamp, who directed Elysium. I almost said Disco Elysium. Oh, it's different? Uh, yeah, Elysium, the movie with Matt Damon, and District 9, which maybe you've heard of. Uh, his new film, Demonic, will be releasing on August 20th, 2021. Uh, this is kind of interesting because it's going to be a horror thriller. Usually he's more known for sci-fi type stuff. He was actually, I believe, supposed to take over directing some of the Aliens movies. Oh, Like okay. He had like his own script that was in the works, and I think whoever the distributor is for aliens or like the, the rights holder didn't want to follow through with it. Mm -hmm. But I know like he had uh, even went so far as to like concept art, I believe. Uh, But the movie is about a young woman who unleashes terrifying demons after a decades old rift between a mother and daughter are revealed. So I'm down for anything Neil Blomkamp, honestly. He's a, he's a great director. Anything horror thriller. Yeah. (laughs) I think you would like uh, district nine at least. Do you, have you anything about it? No. Sort of about like um, aliens who come down to Earth, and it turns out I, I believe they like left their planet because it was dying, mm-hmm. and they come down to like the big UFO and everything, and the Earth is like or the U.S. is like yeah come on come on down, and they basically just keep them in like internment camps oh. type stuff. Yeah, which sounds like America. Is something America would do. <laughs> this is America. Speaking of horror thriller, oh actual tie-in uh resident evil welcome to raccoon city which i believe we talked about last week or the week before yeah has been delayed to november 24th 2021 instead of september 3rd okay and was it last week when i fucked it up 
Tyler, I know you're listening. I think it was last <laughs> week when I fucked it up. So let me just clarify. Yeah, goon. The uh, characters who will be in this film will be Chris Redfield, Claire Redfield, Jill Valentine, and Leon Kennedy. So the names are correct. I know Resident Evil. Moving on. <laughs> so this is really cool. I had uh, saw this news come out, and I really like that our man Randall Park is getting the love and the recognition he deserves. He is a Jimmy Woo on WandaVision. He's also known by many as Asian Jim for that one bit. Asian Jim! Even though Randall Park talked recently and he forgot that he was on The Office. (laughs) Which... That is iconic. Right? I love that. He's like, oh shit, I was on The Office. Great energy. I was Asian Jim. So uh, Randall Park is actually going to be directing for the first time. Wow. He's going to be directing an adaptation of Adrian Tomine's uh, graphic novel Shortcomings. And Shortcomings is about the story of Ben Tanaka, a Japanese-American male in his late 20s, and his cross-country search for contentment is what was the word that was used. Along what does the way, that mean? I don't, I don't even know what that means. Like happiness? You don't know what being content is? <laughs> No, I'm a millennial. <laughs> the absolute derailment. Why am I so stupid today? I'm crying. Today. Hey! We're just going to keep moving on. Just go on without me. Along the way, Shortcomings tackles modern culture, sexual issues, and racial politics with brutal honesty and lacerating, irreverent humor, which, while deftly bringing to life a cast of painfully real anti-hero characters. It sounds great. That does sound really good, actually. I definitely want to see this, and I can't wait to find out more information on it. I'm excited in anything Randall Park, though. That man is great. He is good. I and... know you showed me that, like, rap battle that he had. Oh, yeah. Real good. That's great. I, I forget the name of it offhand, but just mm-hmm. look up Randall Park rap battle, and you see him go back-to-back with... I believe it's an actor from Schitt's Creek or Dawson's yeah, Creek yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. One of those. I don't know. A lot of fun. Yeah, Randall it Park, was really good. Randall Park has bars. Savage. The next bit of news. I was trying to think of a transition. I couldn't do it. Speaking of sexual issues. <laughs> what? Nope. Uh, <laughs> this is great, though. Netflix buys Knives Out sequels, Knives Out 2 and oh, Knives yeah. Out 3. I heard this on the radio. I'm still talking. <laughs> for... <laughs> I wanted to interject. I heard this on the radio. For... I'm a boomer. Okay, boomer. For $450 million, mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson will be coming back to direct, mm-hmm. as will Daniel Craig. He will be coming back as uh, Benoit Blanc yeah. to solve another mystery with a uh, new cast of characters. Nice. And Knives Out 2 will begin filming in Greece on wow. June 28th. Okay. Right around the corner. Nice. So that's great. If you guys haven't seen Knives Out, Knives Out, Knife, who, uh. Knives Out is phenomenal. Yeah, it is I really had good so movie. much fun with that movie. All the actors in there, the way that they, they riff off each other because they're just a shitty yeah. rich family. Mm-hmm. Most of them are rich. Well, no, most of them are poor, really, if you yeah, want to that's true. argue they it in that in way. They are a rich family. Yeah. Really fun murder mystery that Ryan Definitely. Johnson created here, and he had some really memorable characters from that. I know a lot of yeah. people, I mean, just aesthetically loved Chris Evans in his sweaters. Oh, in his sweaters. His uh, oversized sweaters. <laughs> yeah. That and, went uh, over his hands. 
Yeah, and uh, Daniel Craig's character, mm-hmm. and I forget the the woman who was the the maid, kind of like the main character. Yeah. If you want to argue that, I, we talked about her last week, but I forget yeah, her name offhand. I forget her name. So that is great to hear, and I can't yeah. wait to see more Knives Out. It's gonna be good. Netflix exclusive, I would assume. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The next bit of news is it's gonna be fun to talk about. Okay. So, All right. this is still a developing story. I just looked this up before we began breaking recording. news. It's not breaking anymore. Oh. So, this was a few days ago. I tried looking up to see if there was any updates yet. Um, the company has not given any updates as of now. Things may change next week. But Video Games Chronicle posted an article explaining that E3 2021 will be a digital week-long event starting June 13th of this year. And it's very possible it could be behind a paywall. What? Yeah. So, this is where it gets kind of weird, because the ESA, uh, oh, hold on. So this, yeah, this is the reasoning that they're going to have potentially for having this behind a paywall. This, okay. Which, if you want to argue, it's an event of ads, because yeah. the whole event it's is to sell trailers. you on video yeah. games and everything. Yeah. So the ESA, which is the Entertainment Software Association, which I believe is kind of like the the owner of E3, uh, wants to partner with NVIDIA to deliver on-demand streamed game demos. So basically what the the implication is, is like when you pay, you could get extra content, including playing demos as they're announced, essentially. Okay. So I believe this is kind of like the reasoning uh, they're going to be attempting I don't know, I think that sounds dumb. No, no, so it's not set in stone yet, and after this news broke, uh, E3's Twitter account um, was quoted as saying, E3 2021, sorry, let me start over, E3's 2021 digital show is a free event for all attendees. We're excited to fill you in on all the real news for the event very soon. So they really tried to do some damage control immediately because, I mean letting the the bag open that your event that sells ads might be behind a paywall is just insanity. Yeah, that's no good. What? No. Why would you... Whatever. I was hoping that they would have something more concrete out soon. They just wanted to get the general... I mean, yeah. they could be scrambling right now to try to figure out what to actually do. Because like this, it's, it's greed. It's really just greed. Well, yeah, exactly. That's all it is. What, to maybe play some demos? But you're not even guaranteed to play the demos on the day. Like, on that day. You can play the demos when they come out, it sounds like. Well, I know so... with E3, typically, like they'll have like hands-on demos that people would play. I think they're right. trying to kind of go a more digital way because of how because the world COVID, is right now. Right. Yeah. Oh, you said it. <gasps> Oops, I meant panicata. That's it. Panicata. <laughs> I understand why they would want to go this route. I just yeah. don't understand how... I don't it, think like, you should have to pay for it, though. The first bit of news coming out about E3, as opposed to when it starts, is right. that you might have to pay for it. Sounds like, dumb. the fact that it was so instinctual for them to try to capitalize on this, right. when it's just... Like like we've been saying, it's an event of just ads. Yeah. Like, it's meant to sell you on games right. to buy. Like, there's no... There's no point to pay for it. Aside from playing the demos, like, there's... So, I, I mean, I guess looking at it, like, devil's advocate side, mm-hmm. you can kind of see what they're going for, because obviously it costs money to partner with game studios to get right. demos to people. Like, that's a whole yeah, I other ball game. That. I mean, 
maybe what they're going to end up doing is it's free for everybody but if you want to pay you right. can get access can get to that and stuff. demos like a vip and, type thing sure which there is vip type stuff at gaming events like right that's at new. the events i don't know i just think it's dumb i think so too. down with capitalism i agree it's just kind of like it's a bummer that these events that are yeah. supposed to be fun like it's been hard enough because e3 uh nintendo's pulled out and i believe right. sony's i mean playstation has yeah. pulled out of them as well well right so all that i remember left really, that being a big deal last year yeah so They're all that's left really is thing. microsoft but right. then like microsoft owns bethesda now bethesda would be there and like uh square enix ubisoft right. stuff like that but it's just Still, shitty but that it behind just... a paywall yeah Not so great. we'll see we'll see how it progresses um hopefully we can have an update next week deadline reported that steven yun known mostly for the walking dead right den the walking dead sorry i didn't <laughs> enunciate uh is going to star alongside uh daniel kaluuya who is most known for being uh the main character from get out oh okay yeah and Kiki Palmer in Jordan Peele's next horror film. Nice. So that's cool. I'm, I'm down for that. That sounds good. Steven Yeun is great. I haven't really seen him in anything super recently, though. We almost watched that movie Mayhem. That was It came out a few years ago. It was basically like an office building and like this weird oh, uh, hallucinogenic right. drug or whatever yeah. was put in there. And yeah. like they all started killing each other. Right. I've heard that was good. Oh, really? Yeah. But I have not seen him in anything other than that recently, but that's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for another Jordan Peele movie. I'm glad Daniel uh, Kaluuya keeps getting work, Mm because I believe he was also in... We watched the movie Widows a few years ago. Do you remember that? It was like the the women who were kind of doing the bank heist after all their husbands died. Yeah, Yeah. he was in that as well. Okay. I believe he was in Judas and the Black Messiah that just came out as well. Oh, right, we didn't watch that. No. I know, I didn't watch it before it left HBO. I was kind of bummed. I heard it was good. Mm. So, this is another thing we're going to have a discussion on because it really bums me out. And it's just studios being nervous of new ideas, essentially. Playing it safe. So Down with capitalism. Down (laughs) with capitalism. So, James Wan's Aquaman spinoff, The Trench, Mm -hmm. has been canceled. Mm -hmm. It would have been, in case people don't know, it would have been actually like an aquatic horror movie. So Which you... sounds terrifying. Yep. So we actually just watched the animated Justice League Throne of Atlantis. Do you remember yeah. like the sea people mm-hmm. that came out? Yeah. So in the Aquaman movie, there's those characters again. Right. They come out. We didn't watch Aquaman yet. No. But uh, they were featured in that. And James Wan was in the works with the spinoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, WB has come out and said that it's been canceled. And the quote was, as part of our DC slate, some legacy development titles, including New Gods, which we'll get to in a minute, Mm -hmm. and The Trench will not be moving forward. Uh, Warner Bros. in DC, oh, said in a statement, sorry. Sometimes I don't read ahead, I just read what I put. Uh, New Gods was going to be directed by Ava DuVernay, or sorry, Ava DuVernay, known for directing A Wrinkle in Time, which was that Disney movie that came out a few years ago. And she directed the movie Selma. The movie about MLK. Okay. Um, I'm not really familiar with New Gods as like a comic property. I'm not no. sure. I know one of their reasonings was because with New Gods, Darkseid is featured with it. And WB said they didn't want to quote unquote confuse audiences by having Darkseid show up in Snyder's what? Justice League and then having him in New Gods and oh, like yeah, a totally that's, different that's role. That's really confusing. Well, 
this is it. <laughs> At first, when I saw this, I was like, okay, movies get canceled, whatever. But like, the more that I'm thinking about it, it's yeah. just like WB doesn't know what they the fuck they're. No, no, they don't know what they're doing with these properties. Well, yeah. So obviously, Zach just got to make his movie. Right. He just got to make Justice League. Flash has been in development hell since the first Justice League came out, mm-hmm. or even uh, BVS, because I think. I don't know about BVS, because I know Flash was featured in that. Do you remember when he had, like, the scene where he, like, jumped oh, out of the yeah. the time stream, basically, yeah. from, like, the Nightmare timeline? And then New Gods had been in development hell, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, the issues with the trench. Mm-hmm. I just think it's dumb. Just go with it. Well, see, this is the thing. It's because when they first started, obviously Man of Steel had its issues with reception. I'm not mm-hmm. sure offhand with numbers. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how much it made financially with these movies bvs was received even worse and then from there that was a garbage movie well (laughs) and then from there they it's just been all over the place people had enjoyed wonder woman the first one that came out thought it was fine Mm -hmm. i believe the next one was uh suicide squad which Mm. suicide squad people were not super into and it's it's just been all over the place so Mm -hmm. they're at this point where they're afraid to do anything anything. new or Mm -hmm. adventurous or like where we are with Marvel right now. I mean, look at the fucking weirdo movies that are coming out. We have Shang-Chi, which is just going to be like a high budget martial arts movie. Like when's the last time we had something like that? We're going to be getting Eternals, which regardless of how aesthetically it's translated from Mm. that old stuff, it's still weird cosmic. Sorry. Wow. Way to have your phone go off, Becca. That was very unprofessional. Hold on. Let me just turn that (laughs) ringer down. Sorry about that, guys. We're in church. We're in church. (laughs) This just bums me out because I love when studios bring new ideas and they're not not afraid to, like, pump up their directors and their writers and show, like, this is the weird stuff we're doing. I mean... Regardless of the Marvel movies, even with the shows, the yeah. first show that came out is WandaVision. Mm-hmm. That show's so weird. Yeah. Like, it's not conventional at all to, like, a normal superhero formula. So just with these ideas. I mean, an aquatic horror movie that was, like, high budget. Mm-hmm. I mean, Underwater just came out at the beginning of 2020. Right. But having something similar with, uh, like, Warner Brothers budget. Yeah. I know Aquaman is the highest grossing DC movie, too. I think it crossed a billion. Well, that's what I was going to say. Plus, if you have Jason Mimosa, uh, I just refuse to say his name correctly. Yeah. Um, but if you have him playing, then, yeah, people are going to turn on to it because people think he's hot. So, you know. I'm not sure, like, how it is with Aquaman 2, like, what mm-hmm. what's going on with that. Um, but the fact that you trusted James Wan to give you a $1 billion movie and he right. wants to do something different because yeah. if... I'm speaking to you, Kenny. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar, <laughs> he directed the original Saw movie. Okay. And he directed The Conjuring. Mm. And he's primarily like a horror director. Yeah, so he could definitely do it. Yeah, so you're scared that a man who specializes in horror movies is going to make, make you a good one? A good, not even a good one, but like it won't make money. Like right. I just. They're obviously in this state where they don't know what they're doing with the properties. And it's so shitty to see because there's fun stuff that could be here. I would. Buy tickets right now for a Trench movie, or once I was more familiar with how New Gods is, I, mm-hmm. I believe it's, like, about, like, some of DC's larger-than-life characters, like Darkseid, and, like, mm-hmm. some of the more characters like that. I'm blanking on the words, right. but yeah. just seeing different stuff yeah. that's not just another Batman movie, which the Batman looks great, mm-hmm. and 
I know with uh, Joker too, when Joker was filming, um, I don't have any articles to quote this. I'm just pulling from memory, but I believe what WB was with they they split it with like a, a different production mm-hmm. company because they didn't want to brunt force like right. the whole cost of everything. Yeah. And Joker ended up making a shit ton of money. Right. Even after they cut the budget for it. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even get all the money that they could have gotten. Right. Like, and that was Joker, which was just, I think it was filmed in New York City, maybe, mm-hmm. or Chicago. It, yeah. It's not super crazy, like, right. VFX or CG, anything. Like, it's a super down-to-earth movie, and you couldn't even trust them enough to... Like, they're scared, obviously. Right. And it you don't want to see somebody with a property like DC be scared to make a movie. No. And, I mean, I think that's why a lot of the DC movies haven't been received well. I don't know. I think that... Sorry, a cat scratching at the door. Yeah. Um, Jess? I hope you guys could hear that. I hope you didn't. <laughs> Adorable. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, I think that... I mean, if you look at the, the comics, like, the actual DC comics, there's weird shit going on in that all the time. Why can't we bring that into a cinematic universe. I don't understand why they don't think that it'll work. These comics have been going on for decades with all these wacky characters. And for some reason, they have the property for it, but they only want to make mainstream character movies and like just do very vanilla things when the comics themselves are... Like, there's, there's crazy stuff happening in it all the time. So I, I just don't understand that. I think that hopefully somebody else will kind of step in and maybe say, like, hey, we'll take over these movies. Because I would love to see a movie w- that's, like, aquatic horror. I think that would be great. It's something I'm super into. So I think that WD... <laughs> I almost said WD-40. What the hell? What? Where are you? I don't know. WB is making a mistake here. But, you know, there is potential, though, for somebody else to kind of step in, like what you said with Joker, kind of step in and maybe help out and still make a good movie. I will heavily disagree with you. Okay. (laughs) Nobody's... I I don't think anybody's stepping in to take over. It's WB, and they're making what they think is safe. Yeah. That's why... Hey, you know who Joker is, right? And even that they were unsure about. Yeah. But that's why they have the Batman coming mm-hmm. out. And past that, I mean, they had like the Wonder Woman sequel because people liked Wonder Woman. Right. It made money. And I'm very sure that Aquaman 2 is in mm-hmm. development and all that. And the Flashpoint movie is still in effect because, oh, people like Flash. That didn't get canceled. Like, they're sticking to what will work and what's safe. And that's just what's shitty like the way like these licenses work is i think wb was looking for somebody with joker just to help offset the costs because they didn't want to be the brute like take the brunt of it if they lost a ton of money money. yeah so i don't think somebody a studio came in and was like hey we'll help split the costs if we split the profits like wb just doesn't want to do anything stupid i agree wd40 i have some words wd40 shitty and the last bit of news for this week hbo's the last of us which is starring pedro pascal and bella ramsey will begin filming in july 5th or on july 5th 2021 in calgary and this is the weird part uh filming will not wrap until june 8th of 2022 
That's a long time. They are filming for 11 months? That's a long time. I I wanted to... I looked this up a little bit more because I, I was like, that can't be right. But, yep, it's... Wow. For, okay. Basically a full year of just filming. So All right. Th- we're not going to see this thing until no. at least, like, 2023. Yeah. It's I would gonna assume. It's going to be a hot minute. Falcon Winter Soldier? <gasps> okay. That was a bad transition. I was just... <laughs> Now on we to Falcon are and Winter Soldier. Still learning. I just don't know what's uh, what would work better. <laughs> Sorry, that was a Sports Center one. Yeah, that's not that's copyright. So thanks. Sorry. Podcast is done after three episodes. <laughs> I guess we're getting taken down. Do you want to talk spoilers and non-spoilers? For I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's up to you. We're gonna be honest with you guys. Like nothing happened this episode. It was. It felt like a filler episode. It was the long. It wasn't filler. It, they had to get from A to B, and now they're set up for yeah, the rest of the, like, it was the season. Just not very interesting. Yeah. Plot points going on. I, I'm struggling to even like find the words to talk about. It's they did a little globe trotting. Yeah. Like they went around a little bit. Uh, at the end of episode two, spoilers. I guess we already talked about. Episode yeah. two, though, but they go to get Zemo, mm-hmm. so obviously they interact with him right. a lot more with this episode, and a lot of it is just trying to continue on the story with uh, Bucky and Sam, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's going on with the super soldiers, where they're coming from, right. how to stop it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of Walker this episode. He no. showed up in the beginning. Uh, somebody spit on him, which, spoilers, but that was great. Yeah. I am glad because I still don't like him. No. I, I'm baffled when people say they, they're starting to come around on him. I'm like, why? He's. Can I just interject with something that I saw that was like kind of newsworthy about, uh, what? It's not Wyatt Russell. I almost called him Kurt Russell. Oh, sure. Um, so I actually saw that people were like sending him death threats. Yeah. In real life. Yep. And I just don't understand. See, that's I, what... I, I do not understand this at all. Like, it's a goddamn TV show. Calm down. <laughs> Captain America is not real. I'm sorry to say. I'm sorry to break your little hearts. But, like, like he's a fictional character. And people are really saying, like, we hate you as Captain America. Die. It's not the first time this happens with this stuff. Do you remember what happened with the Kelly Marie Trans? Tran? I forget her last name. Um, but she was Rose in uh, yes. The Last Jedi. Yeah. yeah. She's, I don't think she's still on social media no. because people I just, just think it's ridiculous. I think They're... the same thing happened with Brie Larson when yeah. she was first Captain Marvel. And this, this it's is what the problem that I have with like big franchises like Marvel and Star Wars and stuff. I know that, that people can get like extremists with anything in life, but oh my God, it pisses me off. When I see this happening. Because these actors are just doing their literal jobs. That's like going in to your grocery store and telling somebody you don't like the way that they work. So you want them to die. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I know, again, I know people are extremists sometimes. But it really pisses me off anytime I see this. Because you have to be able to separate fiction from reality. I... Have been a fan girl, been there, done that. Like, and there, 
there's no point in time when you can allow yourself to think that those characters are in real life. I I just don't understand that. Yeah, that's what these franchises with Star Wars and Marvel tend to create. I'm not sure yeah. if anything really happened with DC. I'm not I not off aware the top of, of my head, I don't know. But it's just I mean, yeah, we we've been saying for the past few weeks we don't like him. He's kind of written to be unlikable, but that's his character, though. Yeah, to, that's what, what he's written as originally in the comic. Just to have that detachment in your head yeah. to feel like you're gonna tweet at him and tell him awful things. Like, like I just, you're not. You shouldn't be in society. No, but that's <laughs> some of the arguments of what social media does. Anybody can say anything at any time, right. and. When all these characters are, or when all these people are coming together to shit talk one character, like right. it, it can look like a lot. Yeah. The vocal minority. I just think it's ridiculous. It's fine to, to hate the character, but don't hate the actor. Yeah. Right? Like, it's fine to... Unless the, the actor's like a shitbag, but he's not. Well, right. But no, he hasn't done anything wrong. And people are saying that they want him to die because he's playing this character. There is... Don't do that. Just don't do that. That's so messed up. He's yes. literally just doing his job. People like that make actors, like, retire. Well, exactly. Because why would you want to work and... And he's a good actor, in my opinion. I yeah. think he does a good job. So why would you want somebody, like, a good actor to be done because he's receiving constant death threats about doing his job? That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Especially when he has a dad like Kurt Russell, too. Right. Exactly. Like, come on! Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Sorry. I just, I actually read that this morning. Um, I wasn't aware of that uh, mm-hmm. until this morning, and I was very surprised by it. Um, you know, I know, again, like, this is a thing that unfortunately happens not often, but, you know, once in a while. And it's just awful. It's horrible. Yeah, people like that gotta go uh, tend the rabbits, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Shout out to Mice and Men. (laughs) The band. The band. Nope. George. Um, The episode, I... Sorry, I totally sidetracked us, but I just had to say it. Like, there's not a whole lot, really, to discuss with this episode. No. There was action, there was minor story development, like we said, a lot Very of it was minor. globetrotting with the gang. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot of Walker uh, at all, like we said, like past the intro, he wasn't in the episode at all, I there believe. like two scenes. Yeah. That was it. So it's been a bit disappointing because the past two episodes have dealt a lot more with like the real world consequences yeah. of heroes. And I know like the whole series can't be about that when it's right. about... New... But it's only six episodes. Yeah. So... But about, like, new super soldiers. Right. Um, we did learn a little tiny bit more about Carly, but not even that much. Who's Carly? The girl. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> forgot that was her name. That's right. her name, is yeah. Carly. We, I, I just want to make sure starting... what we're saying isn't, like, spoilery, so I'm like, Carly, no. is Carly a spoiler? No, we already know her. <laughs> You're right. But, I mean, I'm interested to know more about, like, her backstory and her motivation for, like, forming this terrorist group. And we, they tried delving into it a little bit, but it it was almost like they gave so little information. It was almost more confusing to be like, wait, how does this equate to her wanting to form 
like this terrorist group of of super soldiers like so I, i'm curious to see more into that more into like her motivation behind it and everything um because yeah i think this episode just kind of muddled that yeah and the the end credits kind of gave a little setup for potentially what's going to happen in the future of this show if right. not another show yeah. even maybe but i guess we'll see where that plot thread goes honestly we have nothing to say with spoilers no, so not really uh, the episode was fine, yeah. but, you know, I, I want to see more story progression. This didn't have a lot of story progression in it. Well, I disagree. It had story progression. It just wasn't engaging, Yeah, I guess I would say. Like I we, guess. We did kind of go... Th- this is the connector episode because yeah. we yeah. go from A to B now with right. episode four probably being what we're going to be yeah. headed into to wrap up the show. Yeah. I'm more excited for next week's next week's episode to mm-hmm. to see where it goes from there yeah no rating really i'm uh, i'm fine it's fine i mean you can't skip it it's, if you're watching it just keep watching the it. series <laughs> yeah like i mean don't don't skip it things happen but yeah. it's just kind of a you know a whatever kind of episode so i want to go back to monkey mm, monkey godzilla versus kong we're talking about that now. We're going to talk non-spoilers, spoilers, going to give general thoughts, and then we'll go into more why we feel certain ways. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Godzilla vs. Kong? All right, you're going to hit me while I'm trying to take a sip of my water. Fine. Uh, I Should I just give it my 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 look respectfully or pretend I do not see first? Well, or? You should talk about it a bit. Oh. Before you, I was just gonna go right <laughs> into spoilers. No, into oh. into just like my statement on this movie. No, give your thoughts. Come on. Okay, so I didn't love it. Didn't wasn't my favorite. That's for sure. Wasn't your favorite MonsterVerse movie? Or I would, yeah, yeah. I I didn't I didn't really like it that much. I found myself kind of bored throughout it. Um, which is really sad to say when there's giant monsters fighting. Uh, I just didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't here for it, I guess. Uh, I think, I think they could have done a lot better with this movie. I think there was a lot more potential and I'm sad to see that like they didn't execute it to its full potential. Those are my thoughts. That's it? Well, those are, like, my general thoughts. Okay. You have more for, for spoilers? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's funny, because I was going to say it's a hard movie to talk about without spoilers, but just watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm going to kind of piggyback off of Kenny, though. I almost made her spit out her drink. <laughs> Whoops. I was not into this movie at all. The uh, The more that I sat with it and thought about it, it disappointed me. It wasn't really what i wanted and i know you can make this argument it's a big dumb movie just turn your brain off right. be drunk do whatever you want to i just i couldn't get behind it really uh like i had kind of hinted at too one of my bigger issues with the movie is the marketing mm-hmm. i don't know who at wb no. was in charge of the marketing but bad job I'm just going to say the trailer spoiled like everything the entire movie for yeah the, the entire majority movie 
the trailer shows the majority of the fights. Yep. The trailer shows... And based on the trailer, you know exactly what is going to happen when the movie starts. Like, you know the plot line. Yeah. Which I think is ridiculous. And even some stuff that wasn't, like, in the trailer, like, uh, they kept pumping out, like, posters. And even yeah. posters showed... Showed what was gonna happen in the movie. A movie that's coming out in, like, three weeks or a month yeah. or whatever. I just, I don't know who was behind marketing for this, but it was just too much. I it... mean, I know with with marketing, with something like this, you want to market the monsters. Sure. And, you know, this is a versus movie, so you want to market them fighting. But... The trailers and the posters gave away every fight scene that happened between Godzilla and Kong in the movie. Yeah. For the majority. So... Except for one. Yeah. Yeah. And the other obvious element to these MonsterVerse movies are the humans. Uh, In this movie, it's particularly two groups. One of them is actually important to the overall story. They're justified in doing what they're doing. The other group could literally be erased from the movie and nothing would change. They're, I mean, they were hardly in the movie. So. If anything, you could shave off like 15 minutes of your yeah. runtime and fill the 15 with like monkey. Right. Or something. More monkey and lizard. Yeah. Which is what I wanted. It just, it's hard to talk about without spoilers. Yeah. You know, I kind of don't like doing this, like talking a movie without spoilers, but I want to make sure we're fair to people who haven't seen it yet. Oh yeah. Just, just give like our out. overall thoughts with it. Yeah, of course. We just wouldn't really recommend it, I guess, overall. I'm going to give it I Pretend I Do Not See. I'm going to give it that, too. Pretend I Do Not See. It was... It it did have some redeeming elements, though. Mm-hmm. There was some nice human interactions between... Uh, if you've seen the trailers, there's a little girl mm-hmm. and Kong. Uh, they have a really interesting dynamic that you kind of find out more about throughout the, the movie. We go to another location that... Mm-hmm. For conspiracy theorists, it was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that in a minute. Right. Nothing huge, but it, it just overall, it left me wanting more. Yeah, exactly. But, like, it left me wanting more in terms of, like, more combat mm-hmm. or more stuff. For sure, definitely. I totally agree. Like I said, I think this movie had more potential than what we were given. Yeah. Spoilers? Yeah, we can go into spoilers now. Alright, we'll give you guys a few seconds. We're going to hop into Godzilla vs. Kong spoilers right about now. Mechagodzilla <laughs> was fine. I'm okay with Mechagodzilla being in the movie. I think yeah. he looked cool. Yeah. Justification, you know, evil company building him. Mm-hmm. Sure, whatever. The entire see okay the conspiracy theory subplot could have been okay the mm-hmm. the b team with millie paperboy and uh fire fist from deadpool 2 that's your gang right there <laughs> i like how we had one actor name and then two character names i could say 11 is that better or no. um who is she uh enola holmes what she was uh you know the new sherlock holmes movie she was enola holmes oh right his sister i don't you don't know Sherlock lore? I do know a lot of Sherlock lore, but I don't care about Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, so well, that doesn't sorry. have to do with Enola Holmes. Anyway. <laughs> Hot take, but... Their entire subplot had no real purpose. You could no. have restructured it and even just with 
Paperboy? Yeah. I'm not sure of the actor's name. Yeah. <laughs> you could have restructured it in like a way to do it with just him if you really wanted to, but it the movie would have been absolutely fine without doing that. It, it could have of... just been the the fun surprise at the end and yeah. you saw like this evil corporation working mm. throughout the movie and like you didn't really know what they were doing. Right. But my problem with their like Godzilla's humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Team Godzilla? Yeah, Team Godzilla's humans. <laughs> um they didn't <laughs> There's a whole research team behind Godzilla and the Titans. You know, the whole monarch establishment that we've delved into in the past Godzilla movies. They are hardly in this movie at all. Maybe three scenes. And the rest of it is just Millie Bobby Brown and Paperboy and their comic relief in heavy quotes friend running around doing whatever. And it makes no sense. There are scientists that are supposed to be researching Godzilla and what's going on. And Millie Bobby Brown goes up to her dad and she's like, Dad, I think Godzilla's being provoked by something. And the dad's like, nah, you're silly. Even though he's the research scientist. But you know, whatever. So then Millie Bobby Brown goes and she listens to a conspiracy theorist podcast and who is run by Paperboy. And then she's like, oh my God, I gotta find this guy so that we can save the world or whatever. And it's just, it's goofy. It's so goofy. Their little mission. It's, it doesn't need to happen at all. Not at all. Goofy is okay for a movie like this. Like I, the argument's already being made that like it's just a dumb movie, which right. I, I agree with. I it, get it. It's yeah, not it's something supposed you to need be. to analyze every shot and like dive in depth. But I wouldn't go goofy. I would just go unnecessary. Like there was no reason. No, there for them wasn't to be in this movie at all. Like that whole subplot. If you really wanted to work it in, you could have found a better yeah. way to have them teaming up actually with Godzilla. Right. Because they, they don't, don't even do that. No. They just stand in a building. While Godzilla's there. Hey, they poured whiskey on the machines <laughs> and that oh, shut I'm off so Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> they saved the day. I forgot. Yeah, because of uh, Paperboy's dead wife's whiskey. There's so much that just doesn't. And the whole reason they even found Paperboy in the first place was because bleach. Because he bought a lot of bleach. In Chinatown? Yeah. And so. Millie Bobby Brown and her comic relief friend were just walking around to random supermarkets in Chinatown going, hey, is there a guy that buys a lot of bleach? Like, that was the story progression. It didn't. Why did that have to happen? It didn't. Yeah. I mean, I understand Paperboy's character because he works for Apex. Like, he's inside and he knows that something's up. And, you know, so he's the driving force behind learning about Mechagodzilla. And I totally get that. But the fact that Monarch has zero involvement in anything going on is where I have the problem. There's two children that just run around and find this this guy that works in Apex and they're like, hey, let's team up. When there's, again, a whole team of research scientists behind Godzilla and the Titans. Why didn't they ask any questions? Why are the kids asking questions? And still being on, like, the whole train of Godzilla, because we'll get into Kong Mm -hmm. in a minute. 
Godzilla has top billing, so we might as well talk about <laughs> Mr. Zilla first. Mr. Zilla. <laughs> they they uh, showed that the reason he was kind of going around and attacking was mm. because he was being agitated because they were making a robot, I guess. Right. It was a little fuzzy on yeah. that. But the way that it looks like from Godzilla's side, they make him look like a huge asshole. <laughs> yeah. Because they spend Godzilla 2014 mm-hmm. and King of the Monsters as Godzilla is sort of like a savior. A protector. Type right. thing of like, not just the humans, but of Earth. Right. Really more so. Like his planet. Yeah. That's why it's kind of a big deal that King Ghidorah's there. Right. Because like he's an alien. Yeah. Spoilers for that movie. Ah! <laughs> We're already in spoilers. But Who in cares? this movie... Like we said, he destroys the uh, the Apex facility. Mm-hmm. Then he destroys, like, three or four different ships when he's trying to fight Kong. Yeah. And then he's just going to Hong Kong and destroying shit. Like, they make him yeah. look like such an asshole. Right. When Godzilla is has been typically viewed as, like, being the protector. Right, exactly. Like, it's Which... just, like, the contrast. And not that Godzilla had a lot of, like, human or like human moments right. in like the past two movies but they make him just seem so disconnected exactly it doesn't seem like the same godzilla it seems and again that brings up the question as to why monarch isn't doing anything he godzilla in the past has proven to only be provoked by things that are harmful to the earth or to him and so that's Millie Bobby Brown brings up the question to her father, Dad, he must be being pro- provoked by something. Godzilla just doesn't randomly attack people. And Monarch just goes, eh. Like, for why, though? Like, that your whole purpose is to be tracking Godzilla and learning about him and everything. And the fact that they just don't do a goddamn thing makes no sense to me. If I remember, isn't Godzilla typically provoked by, like, physical things though like other yeah, titans which is why i find the whole attack on the apex facility facility kind of weird because at that point mechagodzilla wasn't put together fully so how did he know how did godzilla know that like they were building mechagodzilla unless radiation well they did bring the thing up with the uh monster zero skull That that whole thing doesn't make any sense either. So I don't understand how Godzilla was either communicating with whatever computer system that Apex was using or Monster Zero's bones. Why was he provoked by by that? Oh, yeah. I I, I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, King Ghidorah. (laughs) Yeah, that was one of the the skulls because Godzilla ripped off one of the heads. And I think that was at the end credits where they had that. Yeah, where they have it. And so the, I, I don't understand how Godzilla is even provoked by that. Yeah. But whatever. It's fine. Changing gears to, to Kong. Kong has a lot more to do in this movie. Kong feels like more of a, a personality than Godzilla has. It, it felt like more of a King Kong movie. Yeah. It's weird how it was sort of weighted towards Kong's it direction. definitely was. Like, there was really no push towards Godzilla no. side or like what he's <laughs> he was really, just there like, destroying things. I mean typically Godzilla is like a force of nature, like that's kind of his thing. But right. like they've been sort of trying to humanize him yeah. in a way in the past two movies. So it's weird to see like this sort of one eighty where he's just destroying stuff and through our viewing mm-hmm. we kind of think it was unjust for him to kill the Apex or destroy the Apex facility. Yeah. facility. Like, I get that no... that was the driving force behind the movie, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But with Kong, um, he's 
being analyzed by a second group, which I don't know the names of. I'm surprised you remember Monarch, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, they said it in the movie. I know. I know they said it. I didn't retain it. <laughs> um, but the whole driving... I don't know what the what Kong's research team is called. No. But the whole driving force is Kong's being looked at by this team because they think that he might know how to get to Hollow Earth, right? Is well, the, the whole issue to begin with was that on Skull Island, they built a facility to, like, a habitat for, yeah, for Kong. Him. And... He started destroying it. And so they're like, well, shit, where are we supposed to keep him? Because if we let him out of here, Godzilla's just going to attack him. Sure. So they wanted to protect him, but they didn't have anywhere to keep him. Because they built this whole habitat on Skull Island for him, but it wasn't keeping him in. It wasn't big enough. So their next question was, where do we put him on Earth that where Godzilla isn't going to come and attack him? Well, then their solution was, let's go to Hollow Earth. So that's why they went to Hollow Earth. Thanks. You're welcome. Appreciate it. And the the only other, uh, I guess you can say the only good human in the movie is that little girl. Yeah. Who's deaf. Yeah. Who you find out her and Kong can actually communicate via sign language. Yeah. Kong doesn't say much aside from home. Right. But she had said like they've had conversations. Yeah. Type before, which is cool. It's yeah. cool seeing like that sort of uh, elements with it, mm-hmm. like helps humanize him better because... With Kong Skull Island, it was about him being younger and just kind of breaking shit because he could. Right. So with this, he kind of has like that connection to caring about people, but it's really just caring about her because they described what wasn't there like a a flood on her. Yeah, he took on Skull Island. Yeah, and she was the only survivor. Yeah, yeah, he helped protect her. Right. Everything like that, and then from there we get our first conflict with Godzilla, which. In the trailers. For the most part, yep. the entire thing is in the trailer. There yep. was nothing crazy. The only other thing was you see more underwater footage of Kong and Godzilla fighting. Because yeah. Godzilla tries to just drown him, essentially, mm-hmm. which you don't see. But other than that, like this is kind of like, at least my issues with the movie, is like all the, the cool, right. epic stuff that like you're there for yeah. was shown. Except for the Mechagodzilla fight, right. obviously. Yeah, all the... It just kind of takes all the excitement away, because the only cool thing was when they had their, uh, like, the Neon Tokyo fight. Yeah. And Kong was doing combos. Right. Like, he was getting, like, some some knees and some, yeah. some boop boops in there. And, like, some that wasn't... Some boop boops. Like, some, some hits. <laughs> some boop boops. But that was the only thing, really, that wasn't in the trailer. In the trailer, I right. mean, the trailer showed, like, the... Reflecting the, the atomic breath off yep. Kong's axe, and, like, their collision after that yep. and just a lot of the all the cool stuff essentially all the cool stuff yeah I, I don't think the mecha godzilla fight was even all that cool i don't think it was either it was see this was what's weird to me and i talked to you a little bit about this so you got the the name of the movie in the movie you got godzilla versus kong mm-hmm. they're both on tokyo they're fighting godzilla wins they're actually in hong kong hong kong i'm sorry you're wrong i am wrong <laughs> godzilla wins really like Godzilla spared Kong, essentially. Yeah. They, they gave Kong, like, a little bit of pushback, but, I mean, you can't really compete with Godzilla in this movie with well, his atomic breath. and Right. Uh, I mean, the only reason Kong even puts up a bit of a fight is because of his hollow earth axe that yeah. he found. Hollow earth axe. <laughs> he needs to bring that to a blacksmith, get that to plus two. Yeah. Maybe he can get through Godzilla's game. Maybe. But I forgot the train of thought I was going. Thanks. You're welcome totally 
what was i talking about (laughs) you you totally it's the fact that like kong got his ass handed yeah yeah so godzilla beats him i would say fairly easily godzilla didn't take too much damage from it no uh kong almost dies yeah and the way that they beat mechagodzilla is kong gets back up and the two of them team up on it but like i thought it was weird because when you see mecha and normal godzilla fighting Godzilla just gets the shit kicked yeah, out of him. Yeah, he is he literally getting the works. By the head, getting dragged through buildings yeah, like, and pushed Mecha around. Godzilla and... is just flinging Godzilla around while Kong is just dying yeah. on the sidelines. So I just found it weird that the only reason they won was because the shittier monster <laughs> exactly. came to help. Got revived by the humans. Yeah. And then came back into the fight and was like, yeah, I'll kill this big robot guy, even though big robot guy is dragging your ass through the mud. Right. It didn't make any sense. To me, I mean, like we said, you know, you can hold disbelief and do yeah. whatever. I just... I felt like the power balance wasn't no, fully it wasn't there. there. I'm still Team Kong. I think Kong is cooler oh, he's than way Godzilla. Cooler. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey. But before the big fight, uh, Godzilla, we talked about the Hollow Earth Axe. He ends up going to uh, a, a, an entrance in the Arctic. Antarctica. Right? Antarctica. Which I have, side note, I wrote down here. Yeah. Why were none of the humans cold in Antarctica? None of them were wearing jackets, gloves, or hats. Or like the uh, the pull-up masks. Not even a scarf. Yeah. They're just in normal clothes walking around Antarctica. Kong was cold, though. Uh, yeah, Kong was covered in snow and shivering, but the humans were fine. What the fuck? <laughs> I, like, I said that while we were watching the movie, too. I was like... Why? Give this little girl a jacket. My God, we're in Antarctica. <laughs> why Why are we just in normal clothes? I did not... That threw me off. Because I was like, we're in Antarctica. Put some damn clothes on. It's cold out. But uh, Antarctica... Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Antarctica ended up kind of being like the portal towards Hollow Earth. Because... Mm-hmm. I mean, that literally gets into real conspiracy well, yeah, theory shit. Uh... So if you want to look into that, that's... Do it, do it, do it, do it. Hollow Earth is cool. Yeah. Anyway, it, it gets into, like, the whole realm of there's, like, an Earth within the Earth, essentially, mm-hmm. or just that the Earth is hollow, and that's yeah. where the... Well, that's... Not they the real s- Earth, but, like... But they say in the movie that Skull Island itself is part of Hollow Earth that, like, rose to the surface yeah. at some point in time, and that's how Kong ended up on our Earth, and where he's actually supposed to be and, like, where his family is is inside Hollow Earth. Right. And when we go inside Hollow Earth with Kong, it kind of seems like he's supposed to be, like, the ruler there, almost. Like, he does a whole scene where he's, like, sitting on a throne with his big axe, like... Or at the very least, it seemed like his race was kind yeah, of... Yeah, like, a big at deal. At the top of the food chain, which yeah. would make sense. I mean, you can make... Well, right. Right now, like, you can make the argument humans are the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. And monkey would be the the next step right under that. Yeah. So it, it was interesting to see that. Yeah. And then we just get into going to where we assume like his family was for the most mm-hmm. part. It looked like there was a huge battle. They all yeah. died. Yeah. And then Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla finds Kong because he shoots his atomic breath through the earth. 
into and Hollow he, Earth. He shoots it so far that he gets to Hollow Earth, which I don't know how many miles. Godzilla's that would be. just screaming until he finds Hollow Earth. And then when the 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 thing opens up, Kong jumps through it, which I don't know how many miles that would be. <laughs> I don't know. I'm okay with dumb shit, whatever. But, like, that was just... Wouldn't the Earth be fucked up if there was a hole in it? <laughs> From Godzilla's atomic breath. Yeah, yeah. like... And, uh, like, Hong Kong, too. Like, we're already on fault lines here. And Godzilla's just shooting his way through the Earth. The whole city would have crumbled. Like, I mean... Isn't, isn't Hong Kong, like, on, like, an archipelago, too? I don't know because it's not well. It's not connected to China. It's on the side, right? Yeah, but it's that's what I mean. It's not connected to anything. Oh yeah, probably. So if like, you have a hole in it, yeah, there might be some issues there. <laughs> it's fine. Who cares? But that's how we end up getting Godzilla and Kong together for their big fight. Yep. And they fight, and then Mechagodzilla, and then well, what happened was uh, Team Zilla was inside when they were booting up Mechagodzilla. Right. And then Mechagodzilla was evil because... He, he, he became sentient. Yeah, because the, the power sources in Hollow Earth that fueled stuff like Kong's axe and just that energy, it seemed Right, because like. they couldn't keep Mechagodzilla going because they didn't have enough power. But right. once they found the power source from Hollow Earth, then they were able to completely power up Mechagodzilla and then he became sentient. And that's when the the guy who was piloting him got electrocuted. And then... That looked bad. <laughs> when he had, like, his eyes rolled back. <laughs> I will say, though, to go back on Hollow Earth a little bit, it was really cool just seeing, like, this uh, prehistoric yeah. world type, if you want to do it. And um, it almost made me think, though, too, because when Kong gets to a certain point, he, like, sort of jumps, and, mm -hmm. like, the gravity turns off in a way. I wonder if, like... His people were smart enough to kind of, like, lift a part of right. Hollow Earth out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe they had all, like, the rocks under there. Because mm -hmm. I think the purple rocks were fueled. Like, yeah. fueling the gravity yeah. or something mm -hmm. like that. That's Not what very it seemed clear. like, at least. Yeah. And then we have fight. And then they win. They fatality Mechagodzilla. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, Kong just rips his head off. And that's it. Well, uh, oh! Millie, Bobby, Brown, and her dad reunite. They do reunite. They give each other a good hug. It's just like, I don't know if you noticed, but our energy is just going down the more talking about this movie. Yeah. It's, it just makes me sad because I, I really was looking forward to... Me too. A fun time. And people are saying... Big that dumb having, monster movie. People are saying that they got that. I'm totally happy that you did. Yeah. I'm just... A lot of my issues just come from the fact that marketing was just too much, I think. I think... They should have at least honed in what they wanted to show and keep some surprises. Right. Well, I mean, the only thing that was a surprise was the Mechagodzilla fight and just some little bits here and there right. from the main fight. But, like, for the most part, you saw all the the crazy stuff. Like, what if you, in the actual movie, when uh, Godzilla is circling in the water, when Kong does, like, the, the double fist, mm -hmm. like, screaming, and then Godzilla shoots up? Do you know how cool that would have been if in the movie? If you didn't yeah, see if that you didn't in the trailer. see that before, but it's yeah, like, it would have okay, been awesome, but that. yeah, you saw that part, there's so it had no, no impact. There's no difference between watching that in a YouTube video right. on your TV or exactly. the actual movie. Like, exactly. it's the same thing. You already so saw it. Yeah. And my problem is, too, is that in the trailers, they spoiled Mechagodzilla, if yes. you looked close enough. 
And so knowing that Mechagodzilla was in this movie gave away the entire plot of the movie at the beginning. Godzilla attacks the Apex Center and then you know, oh, well, they're building Mechagodzilla and that's why. And then you know from there that, okay, well, they're going to continue building Mechagodzilla and then Godzilla and Kong are going to fight and then they're going to come together to defeat Mechagodzilla. You already knew that going into the movie. There were no surprises. Yeah. Like, they they just gave everything away in the trailers and the posters. And, again, it's supposed to be a big dumb monster movie with them fighting and you didn't really see a whole lot of new fighting. So it, it was just disappointing because you, you already knew what was going to happen. And if I had to pick even too, like, I think uh, even with uh, King of the Monsters, which is the previous right. movie, really, the human stuff was worse than that, I felt like. Yeah. I thought it was dumber because, yeah. oh my God, wasn't uh, Millie Bobby Brown's mom, she was trying to destroy the earth, right. but she was just kidding. But yeah, something like, so but regardless, yeah. like, I feel like it was worse in this movie, but this movie overall, I enjoyed less just because exactly. I had seen everything. Right. And you what already there saw was, the big dumb monsters fighting. What there was else to see was kind of few and far between for like the, the cool stuff. Right. I mean, Hollow Earth was cool, but even that you see in the trailers, right. like regardless of the, the quick shots, cause I know in the trailers, Kong does like the, the hand thing. Yeah. Like with that, like mm-hmm. you can dismiss that as thinking he was still on Skull Island whatever but right. like you saw him swinging the monsters around yeah it's like well those aren't on those Skull aren't, Island. yeah those aren't on our earth so yeah yeah overall uh i pretend i do not see yeah i pretend i do not see either i think they could have done a lot better with this movie yeah or you know just the marketing it was a fine movie in and of itself if they hadn't given everything away in the trailers yeah so I think that they really messed up on that end. But if what I do to, I know? If I had to rank the MonsterVerse movies just offhand, uh, Skull Island, yep. King of the Monsters, Godzilla vs. Kong, Godzilla 2014. Yeah, I would agree with that. Same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Godzilla 2014 is boring. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that has, like, literally one fight in it. <laughs> yeah. The other fight is, like, cut between footage. Mm-hmm. like Or, like... Uh, TV footage, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I guess that's our review of Godzilla vs. Kong. So mm-hmm. before you guys go, make sure to check us out on Twitter at HST1Pod. That's HST with the number one, pod. Or send us an email at HST1Pod at gmail.com. We would love to read stuff from you or just any thoughts you have about the podcast, stuff you want to see us cover maybe, whatever. Next week is going to be kind of weird. The next big release is going to be Mortal Kombat, which, like we said, was supposed to be the 16th. Got Got pushed to the 23rd, which Mm -hmm. is two weeks from now. Um, Kind of up in the air what we're going to cover. It might not be super new. It's not going to be, like, old either. Right now, we're kind of thinking of doing Promising Young Woman. Mm -hmm. Because there was some buzz about that, like, about a, a month or so ago. Right. And I'd heard nothing but good things about it. So that might be next week. But if it's not, don't be surprised. We're probably just going to play it by ear and see what we want to do. Regardless, though, we will cover Falcon Winter Soldier Episode 4 next week. Right. And then two weeks after that, the show's done. Yeah, we're done. We're 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 done, finally. But before we are done, we do have one email from our great friend, Nicole. Shout out, Nicole. She's back for week two of... (laughs) 
sending messages. <laughs> I love her dedication. She oh, was yeah. super nice. Just to uh, condense her email, because she said a lot of like personal stuff for us. She's friends with Becca back home, and yeah. don't want to bore you guys with that stuff. Hey, it's my life. Uh, she, what? <laughs> it's my life. Yeah. Okay. My life isn't that boring. No. Jeez. Um, so one of her first things she talked about was uh, with Kingdom Hearts to get the Story So Far version uh, to start playing it because it has like literally every single game in there. Which to go off of that, I have been seeing on Amazon right now. It's like thirty bucks for thirteen games. I think twelve, thirteen. That's something a good like that. deal. That is. Well, that includes Kingdom Hearts three too. Like you don't even have to buy that. Nice. Yeah. So I've been thinking about getting that. If I get some extra money, I'll probably grab that and I'll I'll keep just Unicol posted. I'll let you know when I get it. I'll make sure to point it out. <laughs> Nobody else matters. Yeah. Other than that talks about being in the beginning of cyberpunk uh still learning about the world uh talks about how fucking weird it is it is weird and yeah she's had glitches that happened to her as well so i'm glad you're enjoying it though i know that there was a patch that came out recently i'm not too sure what it's done for the game i don't know uh i'm still probably not going to pick up the game until yeah. it's fully done 100 percent. but i'm glad you're enjoying it same with uh Sorry, I was just reading her her thing about Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah um, game is so weird. Tons of fun. I mean, if you like weird stuff, play Disco Elysium. Yeah, it's it's not like Death Stranding, but it's weird. It's weird. So if you and wanna... it's not like it's not a combat based game. So no, yeah, it's like give all... it a try. And with the final cut, like I said, which mm-hmm. is the newest version that came out on yeah consoles, it's all voice acted. Don't have to worry about reading, reading all that if all. you don't want yeah. to. It's a it's a great time. And she says thank you for the Animal Crossing tips. Oh yes, of course. She'll uh, she'll hit you up soon. Yeah. And she said everything sounds great, and she said we're super funny. So thank you so much. Ah. Thanks for uh, pumping up that ego just a little bit more. Yeah, I'm real funny. I know. Can I hit stop now? <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you next week with probably promising young woman, but no promises. But definitely Falcon and Winter Soldier. Definitely Falcon. I was gonna end it on the, the joke. Did you get it? Do you want me yeah, to... I got it. Sorry. Okay, I ruined your bit. Do, I know. Do you want me to run it back again? Yeah, go ahead. Say it again. Here, I'll edit that out. I'm not gonna edit this. Out. Here, I'll edit that out. <laughs> okay. We might cover promising young woman next week, but no promises. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>